Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yes, indeed. How does it feel on a Tuesday after the holiday? A live imaging Tuesday is on. When do I do it? Now? Oh, yeah. We yeah. Want to put- yeah. There you go. This is tough, Slee, yeah. to go live imaging Tuesday out of a holiday weekend. Yeah, Usually feeling? you guys have Monday to kind of warm up for yep. me. No warm-up. No We're warm going up, raw no. right into it, right out of the holiday. <laughs> That's enough. It, Slee, where's the tie? The tie is in my car. There is so much Twitter talk about Sliwa's outfit from Friday night when he did the, oh, yeah, the yeah, rap that's right. That's right. about the Lakers' new head coach, Darvin Ham. Okay. There isn't anybody in Los Angeles that actually knows what Slee said. They just know that Sliwa was in the car oh, in a full suit. Oh, you your wedding. That's right. Full that's suit right. at 6 p.m. on Rallis. a holiday Friday night. Listen, uh, Travis went from, oh, that's so awesome. It's, uh, you're going to a wedding on Friday. Yeah. You're going to have such a good time. Well, then you and then the I details. started giving him some details. He's like, you're not going. Just no. tell her you can't go. Tell her there's a reason it's not close enough. There's a hundred ways a, you could have gotten out of that. So I am in a suit driving to Agora Hills on a Friday at oh. 6 p.m. <laughs> and the news comes out. Lakers hire. And I turn over to her. I'm like, are you happy? Are you happy See what this? you did, Lady Sleep? <laughs> you happy well, with I mean, this? What, what, are you gonna, well, I mean, what difference does it make where you are when it happens? Easy, Travis. I saw where you were about to go. You're no. about to make like an Ike Turner reference. That's not I, no, I'm not. I'm is just it, saying the, that like, if you were at home, does the, does okay, the news I, land a little differently? I'm going to tell you. So in that moment. <laughs> I don't understand. I'll tell you. I'll explain to you. In that moment, it's like, all right, out of all the times, Lakers hire a new coach once every three years. Okay, maybe, maybe a, a little, little bit. More maybe more frequently. Yeah. The one time it happens, I'm nowhere near anything. I had, uh, you know, obviously I do the stuff with Jim Hill. Uh-huh. So I was going to do a TV hit in my car yeah, on my cell phone. <laughs> Carlos, like, hey, can you send me a quick video? Sure, no problem. I'll just pretend like I had a suit on all day long. Uh-huh. Well, ah, to be Alan Sliwa. I know everybody's been waiting for four days to hear Travis and Sliwa's reaction to the new Lakers head coach. So let's get to it. A live OG Tuesday and Travis and Sliwa right now. Thank you, Chris. I feel like I should yeah again. Yeah, I, I just I need a little bit of the music. Yeah, there we go. That's uh, there, there we go. There now. it is. Now it all feels good. Travis and Sliwa, your Tuesday right now. Yeah, yeah. we got three. Your on voice Tuesday. is screwed. No, no, I'm good. I turn the corner. I told you I get that little thing once in a while, and then I'm then I'm back. And you got to do is go to a, a wedding in D.C. for four right. days. Have half the people get the vid, and it, it's all good. All right, you said something to me right when I walked in. You're like. Why does it feel like oh, we just went on vacation? Because we did? One, one extra day. Why do I feel like I haven't been at work in a week? I feel, I feel good. I'm and everyone's excited. on the same page. There's good stuff going on. There's a lot happening now. This is, uh, are we asking for too much? I mean, before, by the way, this should be part of our negotiation. What time do we super cross talk till? <laughs> 12. One twelve, right? <laughs> we for keep now. add. let's add. <laughs> Add another 45 minutes or so, and then before you know it, we don't work on Fridays or Mondays. You just kind of like it's like you it's it's your four hundred one k of radio. You just pay right. in advance, then you just withdraw. Pay in advance, but you have to wait till you retire. You can you can withdraw on Fridays. Where do you where do you want to start? Top Gun. <laughs> can we stop with? Can we start with that? I went to the movies. See what they grossed? Uh, uh, like quite a over two hundred mil quite, well, over the weekend. They figured out that that's a really fun movie, and they they mm. you know they remade it and they put cool people in it. 
cool special effects, cool movie to see on the big screen. Like, look, I don't go to a ton of movies, but I made kind of an appointment to go see this one. We went on. Got a lot of people back in the theaters. It was terrific. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was. I mean, is it the greatest movie ever made? No. Was Mm -hmm. it super fun? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Is it Die Hard (laughs) Two? I was waiting. I thought maybe you would go Lethal Weapon. I already did that in the promo. I was like, you know what? If I already used that in the promo, Godfather, perhaps, or uh, you know, old school Talladega Nights. You've got your, you've got your ones along. I like all those, but no, it was. I really liked it. Yeah, it was really good. Did you get the? I I always feel weird. Movie ends, Mm -hmm. right? I don't want to. No spoilers. Movie ends. You stood up and clapped. Like half the theater breaks out in applause. They didn't stand up. They didn't stand up. But a bunch of people and. I'm not going to lie, like for a half a second, I'm like, I'm kind of into this. That was pretty awesome. I didn't do it because my inner you're in cynic. You're the insurance company. You're the insurance uh, commercial. My, my, I, I was thinking like in the back of my head, I'm like, if my wife sees me clap, she's going to make fun of me for the rest of my life. So I remember that time you clapped at Top Gun. So I caught myself, but I kind of wanted to. It was it was popping your fist. It was fun. It was exciting. It was exactly what I wanted to see. So on Saturday, let's say Friday night, actually. So Friday night, got back from the wedding. Just like it wasn't even that late. It was like ten o'clock. We got back. We had already decided we're going to go watch Top Gun on Saturday. Okay. And we said we we're going to actually go to a matinee, like one ten-ish, something nice. like that. So I'm like, all right. Well, I haven't seen Top Gun. I haven't seen it in. Well, it came out years. in 1986 or whatever it was. It's 20 years. <laughs> it's easy 20 years. I haven't seen it, right? Uh-huh. So I'm like, why don't we go back? Is it available now anywhere? Netflix, Netflix. had like a small window that they were going to be. So I wasn't the first one to come up. Like, you <laughs> no, know what they should do? It's at the top of the queue. You know what Netflix should do? Um, so I go back. I watch the entire top oh, run. Did, okay. The entire thing. So, I mean, it's fresh on my mind. Yeah. So I got any details that I forgot. Just get everything, right? The... By the way, Goose going down in 1986, <laughs> it went down so nonchalantly. Like, it was hey, just like, yeah, hey. we lost Goose, guys. Flat spin. What are you going to do? It happens. You know, nothing could do. No fault for P- Lieutenant Pete Mitchell. Let's keep it moving. You know what? Something happens and you want to tweet about it. And you're like, uh, okay, we, we got to talk about this. I'm like, what am I going to tweet about 1986 Goose going <laughs> yes. down the way he did? Yeah. So see the whole thing and then watch it on Saturday matinee. It's actually it's perfect to kind of see it, it right up. So we, we kind of did the same thing. So we did our normal Friday routine, went out to dinner, came back, and we were we were going to try to go see it on Friday night. didn't work out. And we're like, okay, we'll go see it on Saturday. Sold out everywhere near us. So wow. I'm like, all right, so we had to push it to Sunday, get the matinee. And we're like, hey, well, let's, let's get caught up. And it was the perfect thing to do because – the second one is really follows the beats of the first one really closely. The font, the music, yeah, the yeah, setup, yeah. the opening of it. It's just 100%. It, was, it was terrific. And the guy that plays uh, Goose's kid looks a lot like Goose. He's fantastic. got the weird mustache. Fantastic. Everything about it was terrific. No, fantastic. Um, all right, so we're both all, on the I'm same glad that you liked that. it. I was When we were talking about it a little this morning, you kind of slow. I'm like, oh, man, Go- Slee's going to crap all over Maverick. This is going to really bum me out. I think you described it perfect. It's not the greatest movie you've no. ever seen. But it was a fun movie. And please do me a favor. Never clap at the end of the movie. I didn't. I wanted to. I went, uh, oh, oh, no, I'm not going to. Do you look around? I, of course I yeah, looked around. Because yeah. the lights kind of come up a little bit. All right. So if if 75% of the audience started clapping, are you throwing a couple claps in? Because no. at that point, now you're the now you're the, uh, <laughs> you're the the less than. I, 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 I was still, hey, it was kind of probably more than half. It wasn't 75, but there was a good 60 mm-hmm. plus percent of the people. I just, I, I, I'm still a little self-conscious. I still couldn't do it. I loved it. I really did. Can, 
you know, to, you know what I have, sold I have me? spoiler questions. It's not spoiler questions, but I can't ask because it's only been out a weekend. I want to give people some time to see it. But mm-hmm. I have a very important question to ask about this movie. I'll ask you during the break because I feel like you could take one of the subplots just completely out of the movie, and it's the same movie. I don't know why it's there. I'll, I'll, I'll pick your brain on that. Um, Mason and Ireland sold me on it. Yeah. When they when they had gone, they were talking about how good it was. You weren't. I was trying to sell you on it for the last several weeks leading yeah. up to it. You wanted no part of it. Well, okay. Their timeshare was interesting. Well, they'd seen the movie. They'd seen it. So now they're selling me on a product that they already knew that was out there. Hey, you got to try this. You got to try whatever it is, right? They kind of sold me on that front of it. They did. Uh, I, I did pay attention to the football scene on the beach. Why is there two offensive uh, offensive centers. Dogfight football. Yeah, we got to play offense and defense at the same time. That's the, the – did you see? I really get into the movie, Slee. I listen yeah. very closely to the dialogue. I listen to how these things are set up because I'm looking at it going, what the hell's going on out there? Why Why is one guy running for a pass yep. and the same guy's trying to defend the same pass? Mm-hmm. But then uh, Captain Mitchell gives us a little insight to it later on in the movie, a little solid, offense solid and, movie. and defense at the same point. It was. I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. It was a, it was a good week. Great weather. Just Bro. perfect outside. Went for a long walk. There's a, there's a lot going on. I was trying to say, so same thing, too. On Remember I told you I was going to I was gonna go to Malibu, go for a hike out there mm-hmm. on Sunday? So I did that. Was able to do that, hang out uh, towards the beach and everything else. Got a parking ticket, too, on the, on the process. We're going to be fighting this one. At, what happened? By the way, 71. Ooh. What are we doing? That's a 55 sound. They're like a right number, maybe a 45 somewhere there. 71. 71? So where you got it in Malibu? Got it in Is Malibu. This a L.A. County uh, parking ticket. L.A. County. Yeah. Well. California State Parks. Here's the funny thing. Good luck. Here's the funny thing. <laughs> okay. We paid. Oh, you paid your fee? Yeah. Why no, did you like, get the ticket? I have no idea. And we were even asking the guy. There's a little park ranger in the area that we were in. Hey, how do we pay? Can we pay on our phone? Yeah, just go scan it right there. Did the whole thing. 30 minutes later, did, go look at the car. Did just, you, was your time expired? No, it wasn't. What does the ticket say? Um, please see reverse for instructions. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. I'll get back to you on that. What did they get me for? I don't, you didn't look? I figured, I mean, this would be the first thing you'd look for, right? Why did they give me a $71 parking Fuck ticket? Fuck them, though. Non-payment of park fees. Yeah. Screw you. We freaking pay. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Do you have your receipt? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I think we do. Man, I'm gonna end up having to pay for it. <laughs> There's some karma in this. You wanna know why? Mm. When I went to go see Top Gun Saturday at one o'clock, there is a one hour parking in Pasadena. Movie's gonna be two hours at least. Throw some previews in there. Sure. Maybe you're clapping. <laughs> you gotta give the standing up. That's another five minutes right there. Sure. Gotta use the restroom. Are you gonna use the restroom during? You can use it after. If you use it after, count on that. I rolled the dice. Got away with it. Got away with it. Well, Came back, first thing I did, the next yourself. day, they're like, oh, we'll get you. Yeah, no, L.A. County. You're, you should pay that. Pasadena <laughs> and L.A. County, like, merged together for this one 24-hour hey, stretch. Slee was coming your way tomorrow, somewhere around noon, he's going to be there. Just dig him. We, we were a block away get from there. getting him. You got to pay that because otherwise you're throwing the universe off. Like the universe corrected itself, mm-hmm. gave you a free one on Saturday and dinged you on Sunday or whatever the days were, and now you just got to pay it off. You just gotta, you just gotta kind of go. What through are we it doing here? There's the we get inflation. <laughs> yeah, the, you get your fees. That's going to be a four hundred dollar parking ticket. The Lakers hired a coach. Yes, Lee, I sir. I know you're excited about that. You're very excited about that. What do you think of the guy that they got? We, we can start it right now. We can continue it here in a minute, but. 
at least the box is checked. At yeah, least yeah. you can move forward and now start worrying about the thing that I think is far more important, which is who are going to be the guys on the court playing basketball. So a couple of things came out of this weekend, and we'll, we'll hit on all this. Darvin Ham is the new head coach of the Lakers. Mark Stein put out there that it looks like Russ is – the chances of Russ staying on this roster is getting greater and greater as you go. Uh, I saw something else earlier that – Part of the hire for Darvin Ham, there was conversation about, hey, how involved is Kurt Rambis yep. going to be involved in each one of these meetings? The answer was uh, no. You get to do a thing, and he gets to go hire his own staff. So we got a bunch of things that we could break down. I know we're coming up to a break here, so we could do that coming up next. But I think it's interesting. This was three straight days of a lot going around, uh, lot going on around the Lakers. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What do we think? What do you think? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Live Imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa. Number one in the time slot, number two at the radio station, but that's okay. You know, why is it that Trav, I'll make this quick because okay. I know we got to get to Darvin Ham talk, but Trav always, like I'm the pharmacy to Travis. Because you usually have stuff. He goes, hey, Chris. Yep. He said you got the stuff. You got the Tums? <laughs> yeah, the stuff being Tums or Rolaids or Shocking that after a holiday is. barbecue weekend that Travis hey, is fighting look, it today. Look, I, I ate healthy, actually. Did you? Mostly healthy. Yesterday was fine. Well, coming up at 1030, we're going to find out what uh, producer well, has always been. Well, maybe not. I just realized I had something yesterday, probably the cause of the issue. I want to hear more about that. Yeah. Plus, producer Emily is living on the floor now with the pizza. More details to come. Travis and Sliwa continues now. We should loop Chris into our moving day tomorrow. We should make no, sure no, that, that, that he's uh, – we should get him a set of coveralls <laughs> and, and, and drag him We should get the other us. side of the couch. <laughs> No, he can get no. underneath it, right in the middle. Like he can do, like the duck walk to try to carry it up the stairs. Along Him the and I are on one side, you're on the other, and this, you're going backwards up the stairs. <laughs> this is from Big Mace three thousand. Uh, I saw a dude in a full flight suit to see Top Gun yesterday in Cerritos. Hashtag overkill. Yes, indeed it would. Andrew G says, since you didn't clap the end of Top Gun, did you at least give a fist pump? I, I didn't do either of those things, mm-hmm. but I did kind of like. Look at Susan. My our daughter went with us too. Kelly's with us. I turned. I'm like, that was great. Mm-hmm. That was really good. I I don't know if it's just the thrill of being him, back into a movie theater for the first. Because when you went, we went and saw the Batman a few a month or so ago. That movie kind of moves kind of slow. It's kind of boring and just it's dark. I, I I lost interest about five minutes into it. I had no interest in what was going on. This one had my full attention the whole time. It was super pumped up to see it. I don't think uh, I've never clapped. I don't think I have either. Kind of wanted to on Sunday afternoon, though. You know, as much as I was kind of making fun of that, now I, now no matter what movie I see next in the theater, I'm just going to get up and clap, even if it's not a good movie. Just going to get up and clap. <laughs> just some super depressing emo, you know, indie thing, and then you hop up out of your chair and give it a standing O when it's done. The guy dies right at the end, and the credits come up, and I just it's, it's fiend. Some amazing, thing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> 
I like it. I like Genius. it. Genius. So I, I'm assuming you've recovered from the emotional trauma of being on the road when the Lakers named their new coach. You've worked through your your, your wasn't uh, moving on the road either. <laughs> You're stuck in. Hey, you want, to, you want to do something funny? Remember, I told you I took Twitter off my phone. Uh huh. You put it back right on. Right at that moment, I'm like, put Twitter back on. <laughs> Twitter back on the phone. What's going on? What watch day? What were you expecting to see? And at that time, I think Sedano and Cap literally just finished their show to go into the broadcast for the, oh, the game. Celtics and uh, and Miami game six. Yeah, but we're fine. We're so fine. It, they finally pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. Darvin Ham is the guy. Um, it, everybody seems pretty excited about it. Yeah. I, I think that it's it's the, the hire with potentially the most bang for your buck. Is, is, and I'm not talking economics. I'm talking just maybe he's the guy that turns out to be the guy that can kind of get them going in the right direction again. My only criticism, and criticism's the wrong word, concern maybe, because yeah. criticism I don't know. What time will it the Laker job is your first time as a head coach is a lot to ask. Mm-hmm. It, it is a lot to ask. There's a lot of eyeballs. There's a lot of fans. Every game, every decision is going to be magnified. This is not being an assistant coach somewhere or, or, or really any other head coaching job in the NBA. The head coach of the Lakers comes with a lot of other stuff attached to it, and your first time going through it, it's going to be a challenge. So let, let's take these last couple of days, because I'm with you. It feels like there's a lot of positivity around – uh, let's say NBA circles. Hey, mm-hmm. think Darvin Ham could be a good head coach in the NBA. Finally got his opportunity. Uh, eight years as a player, won a championship back in 2004. Won a championship as an assistant coach with the Bucks. I agree with you. There's a lot of there's a lot of momentum of hey, a lot of people kind of like this hire. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to before they hired Frank Vogel. Ty Lue was one of the candidates. Had won an NBA championship and had obviously head coaching experience. Monty Williams had had coaching experience. And then Frank Vogel, who they hired, had had coaching experience. I don't know why this time around, and you and I are kind of on the same page of this, when they said Terry Stotts, Kenny Atkinson, Mark Jackson, there's a lot of names that were thrown Doc. out there. Doc. Darvin Ham was one like, you know what? No, let's roll the dice He on was this the one. different one, and it, he was the one that was different than the other candidates. So here's the reality. However you and I feel – we truly, truly have no idea how it's going to work out, but I'm with you on that. That I, I kind of, I'm excited that it's going to be him. I'm excited that Giannis is sending out a tweet saying this is well deserved. I'm excited that LeBron, LeBron is, is is saying, "Hey, I'm," ex-, you know what yep. I mean? That there's, I think there's something to that. Now, what that's going to actually mean once he becomes a head coach of the Lakers. And what that roster is going to look like? What are you going to be juggling during the season? Are you juggling LeBron, Anthony Davis, and role players, or is it LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russ, and then trying to figure out the rest? That becomes the attention from it, here. It's going to be a tough putt. I mean, because this isn't. First of all, because it's the Lakers, there's no runway, right? It's okay. You're the coach. Cool. How are you going to win these games? There is no philosophy and strategies and culture and all of these things. It's we don't have time. LeBron James is going into year number twenty. Anthony Davis is, you know, constantly dealing with one ailment or another. We don't know how often he's going to be available. You got the Russell Westbrook situation, which is a giant question mark kind of hanging over the organization. Is he coming or going? Do you trade him? Do you not trade him? Do you have to attach assets? All of these things that come along with it. Nobody cares. It's going to be a, all right, you're here. We've had to maximize LeBron and AD right now, today, starting game one. They, you go back to last year when they got off to a slow start, and you you were ahead of the curve on everybody. 
talking about the preseason, like, hey, can we win one of these? And it was, eh, they'll get it figured out. Mm -hmm. And then the season started and got off to a little bit of a slow start. It's, eh, they'll figure it out. And 60 then, games in, I felt like they were still, eh, we'll just get in a playing almost, tournament. Yep. Almost. Just, yeah, let's just get in and we'll get AD and we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. I don't think that he's going to have the luxury of that, eh, we'll figure it out. It's going to be because it's coming on the heels of such a disappointing season. It's going to, if they, let's just say, they start the season two and four. Okay, whatever. It's like, uh-oh. Uh oh. Whereas if it were Terry Stotts, it's two and four. It's still uh oh. But at least he knows that this is just the beginning of the journey. Whereas a new guy, we don't we don't know how he's going to handle it. So you know, you say that there's there's kind of levels to it. You mentioned that with the Lakers' job, there is this. Hey, you got to win right away. There is no runway, as you mentioned it. Remember when Luke was hired? Luke, there was there was a runway for him. Sure, first time he's ever been a head coach. But the expectations were not, well, this team's going to go make the playoffs. Virtually no this. expectations. They had no expectations. Yeah. And you were basically given, how long does this take? Can you go make the playoffs in three years? Can you start competing at some point over your the next couple of years? Can you show progress along the way? Uh, you're right about that. That that the LeBron James factor of this, the AD factor, the fact that you won a championship two years ago, the fact that you have somebody that's going to opt into his contract for $47 million, it's a completely different situation. So before Vogel was hired, when Luke was hired, all these last little coaching stints are so much different than what Darvin Ham's going to have in front of him. And that's going to come. Uh, it's actually already started, right? Like the moment he gets hired, it's like, okay, uh, how can you help change what happened last year? That's the question that every guy was getting. And that's the question that I don't know if anybody has a real answer. I'm sure that everybody, well, here's how I would go about it. Okay. But there's no clear-cut way on how to fix this because you don't know exactly who's going to be on the team. That's a whole nother. You know AD's going to be here. You know LeBron's going to be here. And very, very likely THT's going to be here. But beyond that, I don't know. Do you think it's – That's uh, got to be really hard. I don't know. Maybe they'll be here. Maybe they won't. We'll trade this guy, that guy. We're going to cut this guy. going to bring – You don't even know who you're going to be coaching yeah, at this right. point other than a very small handful of players. You know, the uh, it, it's funny because – People look at the Celtics or they look at other coaches that jumped into a position to their first year coaching. A lot of those rosters, there wasn't this turnover. No. Right? And the Lakers, we know the last three years, is incredible amount of turnover every year. And we're assuming this upcoming year there's going to be incredible amount of turnover as well. Did you find it interesting that part of this – so there's some pieces here to when, when, uh, when um, Darvin Ham got hired. He received assurances that Lakers senior advisor Kurt Rambis will not be a regular presence in the coaching meetings like he was with Vogel. This is uh, Mark Stein, comes from Mark Stein. You think that's interesting? Well, for a variety of reasons, yes. Mm -hmm. Number one, the, the, the important part to me is will not be a regular presence. Not that he won't be there. It's that he won't be there as much. Right, that that because as I read that, I don't read that as he's not involved. It's I'll be slightly less involved than I was before. Okay, I, I, it doesn't mean he's, if it said he's not going to be there, that would be meaningful to me mm -hmm. because then I get to set my own agenda, build my own culture. But when you have one of the guys that presumably is partially responsible for you being there, yeah, and he's saying and looking over, eh, I don't know what you guys got going over, and especially with all due respect to Kurt Ramos does not have a great resume as a coach in this league. No, he doesn't. You yeah. know, as, as a yeah. player, sure. But as, as a coach, really, I mean, on his own, really not much there mm -hmm. to speak of. I don't know if I need that in my in my locker room. I don't know if I need to listen to that on a regular basis. It's one of those where you want to give people, this is the best way that I could describe it, if 
Travis, somebody handed you the keys and they say, hey, Travis and Sliwa show, drive this damn thing. Do everything you can on this show to make sure this thing's going in the right direction. You're like, yeah, absolutely. And then the moment you start doing something, somebody's around your shoulder. What are you doing over there? Right. Why did you well, do that? Yeah, well, so give me a reason take, why. Take me through the thought process yep. that you got to that decision. You know decision. what? Why didn't you do it this way? And now you're sitting there. Are you Are you going to be in your own mind? I hope this doesn't happen to Darvin Ham. I hope. Are you going to be in your mind, hey, I could just do this naturally, be myself, have it as authentic as possible, and learn as I go, or is somebody always going to be kind of prying into it? It's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Let's start with Fernando. Fernando, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Fernando? Travis Rogers, long time listening to you, man. Thanks, Fernando. Appreciate that. Hello. Hello. Travis. Yes. Yeah. How are you, Fernando? I was calling about the fact that you keep mentioning – it's not a starter job, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like one of the best coaches that the Lakers have ever had is Pat Riley. He was sitting next forty to years Dick, ago making calls, Almost never 50. coached, never did anything. Anyone even much of a player when he played. He's just a scrapper. Mm-hmm. So there's always an opportunity if you got the skills. You know, I, I hate retreads. I love new guys. No, I, I Fernando, I don't disagree with that. I, I think that the opportunities with a new guy are high. The, the ceiling and, and the return is potentially high. my chances high. with this, yeah. But it's like anything else. You know, when you've been around the block once or twice, I think, you know, and apples to oranges here. But look at Jason Kidd, mm-hmm. right? Jason Kidd, his first couple of stops didn't quite – have a great deal of success and there was a lot went of criticism about the coach went back let mm-hmm. me learn this again let me go through this let me see this through some different sets of eyes and then coming back and boom all of a sudden he becomes an incredibly successful guy his first year in dallas i'm not saying that it always goes like that but that first time through sometimes it works sometimes and especially give me a little bit of learning on the job experience where the world isn't watching it's not the end of the world. There's a reason they don't put you in the major leagues right out of high school. They, they go give you a little minor league seasoning along the way, pitch you out of the bullpen a little bit, and okay, now you can go pitch in the World Series. Mm-hmm. They don't take you out of high school and say, all right, game four of the World Series, you're starting today, kid. That, by the way, that's a, it's a fair assessment. We, for all we know, Darvin Ham's going to come in and be the perfect fit for the Lakers, or... Darvin Ham's going to come in, and it's going to take a second for him to learn the ropes. I, I, either can easily happen, and, and, both, and, and we wouldn't be surprised by, by each scenario. So I, I don't think it's uh, – you can, you can feel good about the hire, but you can also say to yourself, man, I want to wait a second here, see what this is going to look like. But they got to worry about that roster before really he does anything. All right, so the question is, what is that roster going to look like? Specifically, is Russell Westbrook coming or going? They, the, the story is one thing. The reality yeah. could be something very different. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710. ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. 
You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Live Imaging Tuesday. Travis, it's Lee up. You got me on that one. I, I, you got me on the toe. Not paying that ticket. You're not going to pay that ticket. I mean, he is analyzing that ticket with a magnifying glass. I hadn't, I hadn't looked ticket. at it. What's the amount? 71. Who's, who's throwing 71s out there? What's you a fair number for a ticket? Los Angeles, but 71. The, but you're the so, host of Lakers Talk. Lakers pre-post 71 app. seems right. By the way, me. a very special edition of Lakers Talk for a Tuesday tonight at 7 p.m. Oh, yeah, so you're ready right. to react. Yeah. And react hard. Yeah. React deep. 50? 50 is the right number. 71. 71. They, they tacked on an extra they 21 because you got around, uh, yeah, you got what? away with it. 71.50. You don't want to round it off? Was that for there too? You don't want to round it off? What exactly is the uh, the offense? They say I didn't pay for uh, and I did pay. Have a receipt, too. I don't think that's going to work in the uh, in But the it's court. all digital. They're just not going. Yeah, they're not going to respond. They digital say, hey, tells the story. So yeah. They're going to say, if you have an issue, email us. Uh-huh. And they're uh-huh. never going to respond to that yeah, email. No, you're paying $71, or else it's going to be 171 and then you're going to go to register the car. What time are you showing up tomorrow for the moving? So you guys are moving producer Emily. We are moving her. The bed. The bed. What other, there's one other it's large bed item. And bed frame it's and a chair. Bed, but bed right frame. now the bed is off the frame, hence why producer Emily spent the weekend on the floor. Like mm. yeah. on so the mattress, I, I de- Yeah, I deconstructed okay. the bed frame, and so it's just the wood pieces, and then I have the f- mattress on the floor. That's okay. I am a TV. That's okay. That that's I you made Are you it wearing like, a belt? Are like you wearing those day. are you gonna wear those belts? I'm wearing coveralls. Like Homer from Home Depot? <laughs> yeah. Wearing coveralls and a hard hat and a tool belt. And a hard hat. Yeah, you don't know oh. the whole thing. What is in the Travis I'm going to bring that... a screwdriver that uh, we won't burrito use. burrito and a sub sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Instead with a hammer. And a you little know, hammer. One of those baby <laughs> hammers and a burrito. T- a tack hammer, right? <laughs> Just hang it right there. And on the other side, I got my, where you put your screwdrivers, I have salsas. I, I am, I'm ready to go. Whatever you we guys need. We need a graphic Why do you have soy sauce? <laughs> Somebody from the Travis Tua All-Stars needs they to create that graphic they immediately. Oh, they had some good it. moving ones. Yeah. Really good moving ones. Yeah, I'm ready to go. We're a moving company. And then we're going to go have a little lunch, and then we're going to go see Taylor's band. Taylor and I still have this weird beef going on. Why? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who, who's Taylor? Well, do you have dirty beef too. going on the, with Chris? The looks Chris is they give to each other. He's just trying to start something. I'm, I'm not going to be here for Live Imaging Tuesday next week. Why not? I'll be in Milwaukee. Forcing me home to work. Okay. The new company. Pressing the flesh there. And I said, hey, Taylor, are you going to miss me next week? And he goes, no, I have to do your morning show job. <laughs> I said, thanks, Taylor. Appreciate that. Yeah, honesty is always the best policy, I guess, right? Yeah, there's a weird vibe. There is a weird two. vibe. And they look at each other just through the Do you not like right being called Dirk Diggler on a regular basis or Eddie no, Adams? Let's, let's get back to that. I think that would be good for the brand. Especially I would here. think so, too. Hey, guys, I'm in a band, and I'm like Dirk Diggler. They call me Dirk. People who Wednesday work, night. call me Dirk. I don't know why, but they do. You know, I just Wednesday night, we're going out. We probably might not even go home. Oh, I'm going home. Travis are you I. putting stuff in the Suburban, or are you getting a U-Haul? The Silverado. Silverado. Sorry. Yes, the, the Silverado <laughs> is going to take the bed and the frame and the chair, hopefully. Emily, do you have tie-downs, or I need to bring some sort of uh, equipment to make sure that stuff doesn't go flying out? <laughs> I do have some tie-downs. You can sit on it. You get in the back and just sit on top of the mattress, and I'll drive us smoking and dirty car on the 110. Taylor, I'm going to need the drop of Travis saying, you can sit on it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Travis and Sliwa continues your Tuesday right now. Yeah. Every time. Every time it's one thing or another. Um, you got set up there. I. It's going to be – so what What are you looking forward to the most? The move? The lunch? This concert? Okay. There's a lot going on tomorrow. I'll tell you. The move will be comical just because it's you and I trying to move big stuff that are heavy stuff. stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, look, if we can't execute this, we should never try to do anything in our if lives. If there's anybody that can't execute this, <laughs> well, it's fair. us. So fair let's point. not give ourselves any credit. That part will be fine. I got to be honest. You know the part I'm most looking forward to right now? Dolma? Mohammed. <laughs> he's, he's got a set up? Set up. All right. Does he know that I'm coming and I want his wife's Dolma specifically? Could I tell you the conversation I had with him on Friday, I think it was? I was like, listen, because uh, he's like, yeah, come by. Remember, he said his wife is Armenian, so she's going to make the dolma. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm like, just so you know, it's kind of like the main reason why we're coming is because he's never had dolma before. And then I had to ask him some questions just to make sure the Armenians is similar to the Chaldeans, and the Chaldeans, they make it hot. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's hot, the whole thing. So, like, once we got that out of the way, I'm like, all right, we're good to go. Okay, just make sure. I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself in your hands. You are going to yeah. shepherd me through this meal. This is this is in your lane. I, this is a new yep. cuisine for me, so I'm, I'm excited. Got Indian food, too, so tikka masala's going down the we're whole gonna thing. We're going to do both. Is that... Is that okay? Can we can we cross the streams like that? We That's are something we can do. Our show brings many nations together, <laughs> and then we're going to see Taylor. Then we're going to go see Taylor. Go see Taylor. For, it's our table um, reserved. Table's been reserved. Yeah, we're going for how many? How many seats do we have? Okay, at this table? is what I think. If we have you and I, Emily, Emily three. I think John. John said, said he's, he's coming. In. Jorge and Bergman. That's oh six. yeah, that's my friend's going to come. That's seven. Mace, what did did you feel sold on Mace no, coming? Not a chance. Zero percent chance Mason shows up. So okay, we need so six, seven. Yeah, well, let's say seven to play safe. Okay. Yeah. Chris, you coming? Easy. Chris <laughs> said no right away. No. Well, he doesn't like. They, yeah, they, they've yeah, got. They they've got they some, like I don't want there. animosity going on. Most important part of Russell Westbrook's league. Yep. Um, so I don't know what it was a month or two ago. The, the idea of, Hey, you know, we may, uh, we may keep them and everyone. Yeah. Hilarious. Yep. Sure. Great idea. It's not even, we and, may keep them. It's like, no, no, we want to keep uh-huh, them. Whatever. Mm-hmm. The, and now a couple times, you know, weeks and months have gone by. He's still here. And I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I know they're playing poker. I know that they're doing the, the chance. The problem might be though. There may be nobody to play yeah. poker with. They mm-hmm. may be sitting at a table with a hand of cards, only no one else is coming to the room. They may be stuck with it no matter how they want to play the hand. So Mark Stein put this out. He does the, the Stein line on Substack. L.A. refuses to give up additional assets to send him out. They're talking about Russ. Mm-hmm. So let, let me I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this out for you, and you tell me what you would do. You're running the Los Angeles Lakers. Russ obviously did not work last year, and um, to think that, all of a sudden something's going to change with a new head coach. I find that very far-fetched. Maybe I'm wrong. What would you do if the market is telling you, look, we will take Russ off your hands, but it's going to cost you. We know how it, we know how important this upcoming season is. We know what that window is left for LeBron James. We know that every year that goes by is a missed opportunity, that if you want a couple role players that you feel like could be the right fit, it's going to cost you. Mm-hmm. What do you do in a situation like that? It, it, it's the number one question they have to figure out. That that what you just laid out is the most important question that Rob Polinka and Darvin Ham have to answer for themselves. Is there any way for them to use him on this team effectively? If the answer is there just is not a solution to mm-hmm. this, then you need to do and bite the bullet. You need to pay the the, the penalty, whether that's players or, or picks or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That this isn't going to work. The LeBron James clock is ticking so loudly, we can't just punt on a season. We just can't do it. So let's kick the can down the road. Let's move him, and here's THT or here's a pick or however it is you need to do to get something mm-hmm. coming back. If there's even the smallest chance that they look at it and say, you know what, what if we try it like this? 
What if we put him in a role that, and, and Russell Westbrook is agreeable to at least the idea of it all? Then I think you you, you play with it because the I, I don't think it's going to work either way. Yeah. But the the way with him is less penal down the line. You 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 don't you have an asset in THC. You have your pick that you're not. It's that last five bucks at the table that we talked about, right? I guess I'd rather put it in my pocket than bet it. If I know for sure that I have to bet it, then go ahead and do it. But I, I think that's the number one question. If there's even an iota of a, I think I can make it work, I think you hold on to them. Yeah, I wonder how. I never bought into this, and I don't think you have as well. And I think most people haven't. The fact that, no, 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 no. We, we actually think the Russ, LeBron, and AD think. We, we think that, that this can work this time. You know why I don't believe it, Lee? Mm-hmm. It, it, because there wasn't even a moment no, there wasn't. of. Ooh, that right there, that right there. Like, even if it were just 10 minutes here and there, yep. a, a, a good quarter against one team, there wasn't even that. Can I give you a better example than LeBron, Russ, and AD playing together? Look at Russ with just them isolated. Russ and AD, you're still losing a lot of those mm-hmm. teams. Russ and LeBron, you're still losing to a lot of those teams. So I think that to me, it's actually... The three of them playing together told me less of a story than when it was just if Russ and AD were great together, then you could say, hey, there's other ways we can use him. Maybe we bring him off the bench. Maybe we do this. Maybe we do that. I never even felt like there was that. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to San Diego and Roderick. Roderick, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, Rod? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, Thanks again for taking my call. So I just wanted to comment on the um, coach hire for the Lakers, and I think the, the biggest thing that uh, maybe a lot of people are not talking about is how he can motivate AD because injury aside, even when he was on the floor, it really looked like he wasn't motivated to just take over games. And I don't know what happened in that locker room with um, Coach Frank Vogel, but it just looked like he was just on the floor to be on the floor. I just want to, you know, get you guys comment on that. Yeah, I, I always stop on the AD piece because AD is actually the name we've probably mentioned least over this last 30 days Mm -hmm. since Vogel was fired, since the season ended. Don't you agree? We mentioned LeBron going into his 20th season. We mentioned, what are you going to do with Russ? AD's name has been probably brought up least out of those three. And he's probably the most important name that should be brought up. I agree with that last part completely. The, the framework of, well, maybe Darvin Ham can motivate Anthony Davis. My man, if we're trying to, if we're, if, they are a motivation away from Anthony Davis. That's yeah. a much bigger problem. That's exactly than, right. Yeah. No, if this is a motivational issue, then nothing else matters. Because if that if if you're not ready to go after that, mm-hmm. then I don't know what to tell you. Or then, even not ready to go after two seasons of for, playing half that, the that's year. That's what I mean. Yeah. The, the, the thing that matters with Anthony Davis has nothing to do with his motivation. It doesn't have anything to do with Darvin Ham's skills on how to draw up an inbound play or mm-hmm. devise a defense. And is he healthy or not? And and is he able to play 65, 70, 75 games? Because if he's playing in 40 games again, 50 games. You're a below 500 the, team. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. And and I don't know. That's not a motivational thing. Unless Darvin Ham has a medical degree from somewhere that I'm un- unaware of, I don't know how he keeps him any healthier. That's up to AD. That's up to the training staff. That's up to the gods, fates, how, you know, karma, whatever. But he has, almost without exception, missed a lot of time in his career. And it's getting worse the longer he goes into his career. And to think that, oh, no, he's going to have a year where he plays 68 games? I, I hope so, but I'm not holding my breath. Well, Roderick's point, too, of even when he was in, it didn't feel like – how many times did we say this where it was almost disrespectful to bring up Anthony Davis yeah. with any of those other guys? You know, 
the the dominating you big men in the NBA. Indeed. I think there was a piece of that. It's like we were almost hoping, well, he's probably not 100% healthy because if he was 100% healthy and he was still playing like that, that concerns a lot of Laker fans out there. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, did you see with Chris's nemesis, Smitty, next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Corporate Greg loves this part in the Hey Did You See Open. But for the first time ever on a live imaging Tuesday, boys, Travis at Sliwa, by the way, it is a live toss to Hey Did You See with producer Taylor, who has taken out to have a beef fault with me for some reason. <laughs> I think you're taking over my segment, too, now. Two now. What is he, in the Mason and Ireland camp now? <laughs> Unbelievable. It is time on a live imaging Tuesday. Take it away, producer Taylor. Thank you, Chris. Did you see that Malaysia Airlines will operate its first flight powered by used cooking oil this Sunday? So maybe uh, use palm oil. I know, Chris from Lesson? Live I mean, Imaging Tuesday fame could probably you could probably power a flight using your bacon grease, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was, so, that, uh, was that the best you could yeah, do? That's the okay. question, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So would you get on a plane that was powered by cooking oil or bacon grease, Trav? I, I look. I'm a little bit of a nervous flyer loves anyway. Planes. I, I, I don't them. love being in an airplane. It, it's it's the height thing. Mm-hmm. It's the anxiety. The windows are off. The shades are off. Skydiving in a, a month, better. Travis and I. Um, no, that sounds like stuff could go wrong. I don't feel like we've kind of fully vetted that. I don't like the idea. I like diesel fuel or jet fuel or whatever's in there. I like to have my pilot a little gray at the temples. Yep. I have very specific flight requests when I get on one of those things. I don't need to fly coast to coast on Wesson oil. That seems like a really bad idea. You ever, when you cook, use that avocado oil spray? <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, just the spray? Yeah. I think if you just spray around, just spray spray the outside of the plane. Let's let's take off. Let's get this thing going. <laughs> no. Gas, uh, What please. if you never knew it was cooking oil? You got on the plane and you found out afterwards. I feel like it'd smell like you're making, like, roasted vegetables or something. As it's t- you know, you go to the airport, you get that diesel fuel smell when you get out of the Uber or the car. Yeah. And now it just smells like french fries. Now it just smells like you're you're cooking something in your living room. That sounds terrible. I'm taking my chances. By the Taylor. way, you have I'm issues in. flying. I've flown I with you. I know I don't like it at all. But you never even showed signs of that. Because we I'm were pretty hammered. I'm though. an adult. This is this is what happened. When did we fly? Oh wait, no. When did we do that? 2010. You we guys were in first went class. To, uh, Where did we go? Spring Houston. break, Cancun. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was that helps a little bit. MTV Live. Uh, yeah, we went to Daytona Beach. We were tearing it up. Me and Chris, shirtless, going right. This around. is this is why this came out is because we were talking about what seat on a plane you prefer. And he said aisle. Aisle. And he said window. He's like, I get freaked out if I look over. The fact that it's that close, but he's fine in an aisle seat, just a little more concerned. I than need a the guy on the other side of the aisle to draw it down too. I, I don't like to be able to see the aisle. So okay, so you're in the aisle. You're in the aisle, and 
somebody else is sitting at the window and they got it open, do you ask them to put it down? I don't, but I will stare at my feet a lot during that flight. I don't, I don't need to look out do there. You There's just, lots. You're up there quite a ways. I don't know if you've ever looked. Take your There's palm. a lot going on up there. Oh, no. If you're, when you ever you're, watch how much no, that no, listen, wing listen, vibrates listen. when you're flying? That can't be When good. you're on a plane and you're thinking about all those things you shouldn't think about, that's the worst thing. Hey, there's how about, little, how there's about when you're just landing? We're just oh, coming in for a land. I'm like, that's when it. When they put that flap up and you can yeah. see all the gears and levels yep. and pulleys and pistons, I, they, that is the worst How about you're coming in thing. starting to get low and no. you still see water? I'm like, no, no, back up. Let's that, do it again. Is that wing supposed to vibrate like that? I, I, I'm sure that's part of the design. Never, never. No cooking oil either. Okay, next. Did you see that fashion etiquette states you can only wear white shoes between Memorial Day and Labor Day? Do you obey fashion etiquette rules? Chris. I mean, I was just talking about my cowboy boots with you. I think I have my own fashion. I think you would agree with that, right? I think that's accurate. Okay. You have your own style. My own style. Breaks all the rules. I wouldn't even know how to follow fashion etiquette rules. So to answer your question, absolutely Well, tie on a holiday Friday afternoon while doing a social media (laughs) video for the radio station. That's one of the rules for sure. Can't wear pastels in fall. Like it's like right. there's these no, things that you can't do because like, it feels bad. That Emily knows these is not a surprise because it's more yeah. like an East Coast thing. They, they're they're a little, much more. They're a little more um, adherent Uptight? to the rules. Like you're supposed to only drink uh, vodka or gin from Memorial Day to Labor Day, and then after that you switch to vodka and bur- gin in addition to everything because else. It's no, warmer. no, because in the in the summer and late spring summer months yep. you drink clear liquors, where in the winter and fall you drink brown liquors. That was another one of these rules. Guinness you're supposed to do warm in July. <laughs> Oh. But all this is, it just makes sense, though, doesn't it? Like, it just makes sense to me that that's just what you do. I mean, I drink whatever I want to drink all the time. But, <laughs> yes, we've established but that. <laughs> white pants from Memorial Day to Labor Day is like where you're supposed to go. I don't. I don't think I could pull off a white pants. That would be that'd be dicey on a variety of fronts. You should try it. <laughs> Tomorrow, Taylor's uh, Taylor's party. This is where you have so many store party. sir. Yeah, uh, that's right, the after no, party. No, we're not going to sell these size 44 white pants to you. Can we get this hold, established? Hold on, <laughs> the, these, the black and navy blue are over in the corner. That's your area of the store, Can sir. we get this established right now? How late will you be out tomorrow? Well, Taylor goes to go on at 9. Yeah. Watch Taylor for about an two. hour. So, you know, we'll, we'll how, watch How long are you on 10. for? Two hours. Yeah, I will not. Make, I will not make You're it not to the end leaving of the show. In the I'm not. Of the I'm not show. saying no, it to be rude. I'm not. I'm completely I want, acceptable. I want to go see him. I want to get set, a good sample of it. But uh, an hour, I feel, is is good. And then I'm gonna head home. And then I'm gonna come back and see you suckers the next morning, <laughs> like eight hours later. It's gonna be a quick turnaround. Okay. Did you see that 78 percent of employees that experimented with a four day work week found that they could more effectively balance their work and home lives? So would your life be made better with a four-day work week sleep? Uh, we literally said this this morning. We both, everybody had Monday off. We felt like we went on vacation for like six weeks by having that one extra day off. Well, if you combine all your bathroom breaks, that's practically a day. So <laughs> You're obsessed with our bathroom I am. time. I can it, tell. it hurts the clock. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So if you ask me Much if like we can get our job done, drop dead time. It's, our clock. it's all fungible. It's, it's a little fluid, Chris. We're, 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 it says 12 right on the I wall. I understand that now. Now that you point it out, I guess I see it. But before, you know. Oh, four-day work week would be amazing. I, th- I think I'd get more done. problem is with us, how do we do it? We can't do it. Well, no, you can't do it. But, I look, I would be okay with a three-day work week and then a two-day work week. I'm, I'm here Monday grinding it Thursday, out so I can go live my life and day. have a zero-day work week. I, I do. You, do you have any idea how good of a retired person I'm going to be? I am going to absolutely kill it. No one will have more fun than me. 
I can't wait to get so started. So when people say, you know what, I can't retire. I just got to keep working. Oh, I'm not going to be able to retire. I'm never going to be able to do it. I'm just saying that theoretically I'd be great at it. Hey, come on, you met Bobby. Bobby's going to be on the payroll for <laughs> a long while. <laughs> he, now, he, now, I'm not so worried about him. The other, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. He's, he's, he's doing all if, right. If you turn 65, you don't have to work another day in your life. Done? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. I get bored. He'll be gone not, by 66, trust me, because uh, he's just going to get out of control. That's why I could never retire. Yeah, two weeks in, I'm like, what do I do now? Play, go play golf again. Go eat another sandwich. Relax. There's the problem. Go sit outside. Go eat another sandwich. Read, read, read another book. There's plenty of I, There's a lot of books I haven't read, TV shows I haven't seen, golf courses I haven't played, walks I haven't taken. It's two more weeks. I'll get all that done. <laughs> Well, you could. Well, your doomsday videos are going to come in, and an important part of this that yeah. we're none of us are going to retire because it's not going to be any of us left. Yeah. It's, it's coming soon. No need for it. You got one more for us? Okay, do one more. All right. Did you see there are over three hundred thousand items in the average American home? So spring cleaning is over, but do you think you own too much stuff, Emily? <laughs> so it's all been most of the stuff has been moved. I do think I do own a lot. It's of been things. moved. So, Mitch means you still own it. I still own it. So I'm just saying I don't want you guys to get freaked out that I have a lot of things that you're going to have to move. I just want to say that out front. But I do think that I have too many clothes. I think that I need to cut down on the T-shirts that I have. If I haven't worn it in a year, if I haven't worn it, and if I can't remember the last time I wore it, I should get rid of it. That's and it's the just, rule. It's hard for me to do that, but I think I've definitely pared down that, over, over a year. I, I, we have a lot of stuff in my house. I've talked about my bins of sombreros, and we, we have you need those. Those are important. You got to have twenty five of those on. So hand. my wife was very active in high school as far as like uh, student government. And active all that with stuff. sombreros. Yeah, well, so when the reunions come around, I'll do it. I'll do it. She's at the front of the line. We have like she made like these poster boards with things from nineteen eighty nine. All this stuff. She still has them. All. They're still in the garage. Yeah. The the reunion was twenty years ago, but we still have it. And if you so, yes, told her tomorrow, "Hun, I got rid of everything." Hun, what would she do? It would not go well. It would not go well. Does he seem like a hun guy? I don't know if he says. He says hun, babe, once in a while, little babe. She would get incredibly angry at you. She'd be disappointed. Yeah. She, she, she they, look, Al, closing in on twenty-five years. You learn the fights to fight, and you learn the fights not to fight. That is clearly in the category of I, I can live with a stupid poster board in my garage. I think we all have too much stuff. I'm with her on the clothes thing. The clothes, uh, if you haven't worn it in a year, probably need to get rid of it. All right. Aaron Donald um, says that he's at peace, Slee, if he doesn't play football anymore. That makes me very unpeaceful. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.